0: Welcome to the MVP show. Before we chat with today's guest, there's a quick message from our sponsor. Today's show is brought to you by the 90 Day Mentoring Challenge. It's amazing what can change in 90 days and the impact it can have on your career. I've seen it hundreds of times now on people that have been through the 90 Day Mentoring Challenge. Doesn't matter where you are in the world, you can get involved. There is no cost. Just go to nz365guy.com forward slash mentoring and see if it's something that you want to do uh, in the upcoming year. And with that, let's get on with the show. Today's guest is from Ohio in the U.S. of A. He's a Microsoft Power Apps consultant. He received his first MVP award in February this year, so nice and new. He loves building and working with his hands as much as he loves working with code. He spends his free time hiking and doing outdoor activities with family and practicing martial arts. He's a pro developer who's been working with Dynamics uh, since Dynamics 3.0, so quite a while. He started his career in IT as a business analyst, project manager, and over the years became more technology-focused, moving first into roles in SharePoint developer and then Dynamics in the Power Platform. His client's focus has mainly been on the U.S. government, and he primarily works within the GCC Cloud Space, which adds additional challenges when architecting solutions. You can check him out on Twitter at PowerAppsRaw or his blog, which is PowerAppsRaw.com. Richard Wilson, welcome to the show. Hey, Mark.
1: Thanks for having me. Good to be here.
0: Yeah, great to have you on. The GCC Cloud. What does GCC stand for? I know it's government.
1: Government, yeah, government cloud. um, You know, it's uh, Microsoft's... Basically, for the U.S. government, they have different versions of it. So, um, yeah, it's 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 a it's a difficult space to work in sometimes, but it's getting better and better every day.
0: So, it has constraints.
1: Yeah, yeah, but those <laughs> constraints are getting less and less. So, Microsoft's doing a much better job getting their cadence uh, going. So, it's about a six month six month difference between commercial and GCC now.
0: Gotcha, gotcha. So tell us a bit about you, family, food, and fun. Well, you know, what 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 when when you're not working, uh, you know, obviously the martial arts, the hiking. What else do you do with your family?
1: Yeah, I mean, you know, with with everything that was going on the past year and a half, um, you know, a lot of that was we really tried to go out and explore as many parks as we could. We're we're blessed with lots of land out here, uh, lots of parks that have over you know six seven hundred acres, lots of trails, so really just trying to get out and get back to nature, you know, um, that was, that was a big part of the last year and a half and doing that. So, uh, getting the kids to, you know, go creaking all the time, uh, catch crawfish, you know, just kind of getting, getting back to, getting back to basics. Um, plus when you're in the woods, you're, you're social distancing. So,
0: <laughs> <laughs> so true, right? So true. I always like to know what's the, the, the food, uh, you know, that you eat, uh in your locale like what's what's that favorite dish that kind of stands out for you
1: you know honestly i i we my wife and i lived in uh the northern virginia area for about 10 years and uh before moving back to ohio We, we both grew up here in ohio and moved back um you know there was a lot of food stuff we found there that we've just been trying to find back here in columbus uh there's not as many choices so recently we just rediscovered uh uh, a couple of Korean restaurants uh here in Columbus so we got some bulgogi and uh you know a little bit of soju so some good good stuff
0: nice nice very cool very cool so tell us about your story you know uh from uh, you know from your education days through to how did you get into tech what was that journey for you it's obviously you know i take it was dynamics CRM 30 that you're sorry was it Microsoft yeah. CRM, or did they already changed it to Dynamics? Then
1: uh, I think it was still just CRM at that point. So yeah, three um, Yeah, I got. I went to. I went to school for computer information sciences. Uh, so I think a lot of times I, I don't feel like a full developer because I don't have computer science on my on my uh, on my thing. Um, but uh, you know, I, I got started at Nextel. If you remember that little chirp chirp they always had, uh, that was. Got started doing business analysis there, uh, got moved into project management, ended up uh, getting my PMP certification, had that for a while, but really just kind of just kept finding myself wanting to do systems analysis more than the requirements analysis and then wanting to get into the development. Uh, so I really, really started hanging out with the developers more, getting into that, uh, moved on to a job where I started doing SharePoint, worked for, uh, yeah, worked for a couple of companies, um, that did a lot of governance with SharePoint, surrounding SharePoint, Uh, really getting tagging and metadata and helping people make it not just the dumping ground for their documents, you know, but making it usable. Uh, Got into building web parts and, you know, learning C Sharp more. Uh, And then one day I was was at a SharePoint company I was working for, and they decided to start up a dynamics practice. And... uh, the practice manager just turned to me said, "Rick, you're my guy. Uh, you're gonna you're gonna help me do this." So that, that was it. You know, I got I got hooked uh, immediately. You know, we were doing a lot of pre sales. Uh, you know, starting up a new practice. So, I, you know, a, a lot of it was I, I saw it as the low code evolution. Then, you know, um, I, I looked at this thing. I'm like, I can add these fields, build these interfaces, build these views. And not have to write a bit of code until you know, occasionally having to write some web resources, right? Um, but yeah, I, I thought it was the start of the low code, you know, revolution. Well, uh, I think it
0: was right. It just nobody really defined it as such back then.
1: Yeah. So I kept doing that. Moved into pro code, you know, doing plugins, all that other stuff. Uh, so yeah, it's been just kind of kept with the pro code stuff now.
0: Wow. And so, so what are you doing now? You know, well. One thing I noticed, a lot of Dynamics 365 folks that have come from a deep history in Dynamics have, have in a way struggled switching their mind to the Power Platform. In other words, you know, I see this kind of, uh, if they're going to build or architect a new solution from scratch, they're making decisions like, okay, am I going to use Dynamics 365 Sales or am I going to use Dynamics 365 Customer Service as my base? And I'm like, hang on a second, why aren't you just starting at you know, the Power Platform um, at, you know, the Dataverse and building from there. Like, don't take a dependency on any of those Dynamics apps if you don't need them. How have you found that transition from mindset of Dynamics 365 to just starting with a, a clean, you know, Power Platform environment?
1: You know, honestly, with most of the solutions I've built in government, most of them don't usually start with that anyway. You know, you're not you're not starting with sales. Uh, customer engagement, you might just because queues and uh, help desk stuff like that is a is a common scenario. But but for the most part, what I've built is custom applications. So I have usually usually started with um, custom entities uh, and kind of gone that route anyway. Uh, the one the one ISV I worked for, Permuda, uh, we we had over <laughs> twelve hundred entities in our solution at one time. Um, so, you know, Microsoft would occasionally call us up and ask for copies of our solution just because they'd use it as a test bed for, for trying out large solutions, you know, um, figuring out if the imports would work, things like that, uh, some of that testing. So, um, but yeah, I, I honestly, yeah, I usually don't even start with a base. So for me, it hasn't really been too much of a problem.
0: Mm -hmm. It's funny you say entities there and it's one of the words I I, I wish they'd kept rather than going to tables, you know, because an entity explains so much more than just a table, I feel. Um and an entity you can relate to you know, a real physical world. Um but a table is is yeah, it's it's kind of sterile, I, I feel, in in describing what it is.
1: Well, and it it always makes me think about uh, Microsoft Access too, when they say tables, and uh, that's that's the last thing I want to work on. So,
0: <laughs> <laughs> so true, so true. So, you talked about the nuances working in in you know the government cloud, and I know more and more countries um, are having rolled out a uh, a government cloud. I know in Australia, uh, there's uh, the government cloud op- um, uh, solution there, which is. For non classified um, content, what you know, tell us about the ease of use, access, that type of thing of working in the GCC.
1: Um, actually, it's, it's gotten a lot easier, uh, over you know, uh, over the past two years, just with everything going on. A lot of it really is getting the organizations who are using it to open up the, their authentication mechanisms to the outside you know, to, to allow their ADFS and things like that to uh, uh, basically allow you to connect remotely. Um, it's gotten a lot better. Um, I, I really, a lot more work from home uh, is available now through it. Um, and and I, I see government using the Microsoft solutions in general, not just Power Platform, but but Azure and everything else to really just make that work from home uh, capability available to people. It's, it's, been, it's been really great to see over the last two years. If anything good can come out of all this, right?
0: Yeah, yeah, so true, so true. It's definitely changed the way we've worked, right? With 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 the whole government cloud environment, are you what's the type of use cases that, that you're seeing built on there? Is it mainly like tasking, or you know, um, you know, as you talked about before, queuing, you know, uh, task activities, um, you know, cases uh life cycle management is that the main type of solutions you're building or are you you being more creative in the whole power app side of things
1: uh you know it's kind of all over the board i mean there's there's scheduling's a big one uh there's always a lot of scheduling going on um finance you know things within the uh, finance areas uh that happen in government you know there's a lot of you know obviously rules and regulations around that in fact I I think people in the finance industry uh, who work with Power Platform in finance could probably draw a lot of parallels to to what we have to deal with, uh, uh, you know, in government and stuff like that, with all the regulation and uh, the red tape that comes along with that and everything, uh, getting things approved. Um, Yeah, I mean, you know... There was even things, you know, again, with, with COVID and everything, just getting solutions built up, uh, you know, everybody was trying to figure out where their people were and, and what they're doing every day, if they're in the office, not in the office. So a lot of that stuff going to, it's been a little harder to use Canvas apps uh, at a lot of the government places, just be uh, government institutions, just because of the licensing they currently have. Um, a lot of them are really still on the older team licenses. So, uh, you know, which was a really good deal back then, um, but limited you to really just using dataverse model apps. Um, but, but that, you know, as, as these places start buying the new licensing, um, you're going to see more of that. Uh, one of the ways I've gotten around that a lot is just embedded canvas apps, you know? Um, in fact, that whole idea of just bringing model and canvas together, I think is just like, is so important uh in the future for for so many reasons i think for marketing um it's going to allow microsoft to finally have a better uh marketing pitch for everything instead of having to explain here's dataverse here's power apps here's uh dynamics right um i, I think you bringing that together i, I think the model app, the new uh app designer is really intriguing for me uh you know custom pages things like that so so you know, I, I've really been using, trying to use those embedded canvas apps to kind of bring the Power App stuff into uh, what what I'm able to do right now.
0: Yeah, I in in the government side of things, do you come across Lotus Notes much?
1: I used to uh, definitely. I mean, uh, the one company I was with, we had built a solution to generate uh, to pre-populate Lotus Notes documents and things like that. Um, really, don't see it much
0: anymore though. Hmm. Mm-hmm. interesting interesting because you know in australia i was still seeing it and uh, i feel like i'm coming up on a project shortly that's going to be <laughs> involving a lot of lotus notes and i'm just like "Hmm. interesting times interesting times
1: have fun with that
0: <laughs> yeah totally totally tell us about your journey to becoming an mvp how'd that come about
1: um you know i've I've been blogging for years since probably like 2009. You know, I started blogging just for myself. Uh, I I have a problem and just want to actually remember a year down the road what the solution was. Uh, So I just started blogging by myself. And then about three years ago, I started working at Accenture. Uh, My manager there was uh, Phil Topness, who's uh, on the Microsoft Powercat team.
0: Totally, no Phil, yeah.
1: Yeah, he's a great guy. Uh, He he kind of pushed me, you know, to just put myself out there more. He and I, um, we did, uh, a, a, a session over at a dynamic Saturday in DC, uh, called AI builder built before your eyes. And we, we basically just went through all the different, the four AI builders that were available at the time, uh, just went through and did a demo of, you know, utilizing every one within an hour, you know, uh, within our time. And it, it was great. You know, um, he, Phil has a good sense of humor, so he was uh, not at all objectioned uh, or did not object to my uh, my fictitious company, which I created called Whoopi Inc. Uh, we sold whoopee cushions, rubber chickens, rubber chickens, and snakes in a can. Uh, yeah, we wore clown wigs during the presentation and uh, handed out a bunch of the bunch of whoopee cushions. So it was a lot of fun. Um, but yeah, so just started getting out there more, um, blogging more. Doing it, just started up a YouTube channel, uh, recently. And, um, but the, but the big thing I did, uh, you know, PCF controls were really just kind of coming about, uh, over the last two years and uh, having written so many web resources, uh, in the, in the past, I, I looked at this as just like, this is awesome, right? I, I can build controls quickly that are really integrated, uh, you know, into the system. Uh, use, using the Fluent UI was great because they were almost styled already for me, you know, since the UCI already already uses that. Uh, so that was really beneficial to, like, speed up development. Uh, and I, I really enjoyed doing that. So I, I did a lot of that for the community, just put out a whole lot of PCF controls uh, out on, out, you know, worked with uh, Guido Prady uh, on the PCF gallery to get all those published. And, uh, even got one of them into the, uh, COE starter kit. Um, Wow. What, what one? Uh, it was actually just one of the first ones I wrote, which was just a color picker. Uh, and it's actually in the theming area of the COE starter kit. So that was, that was kind of cool to see my name down in the credits there. Yeah. um, Awesome. Yeah. And, um, did a lot with that, especially, you know, during the preview, uh, Hermont Gar was great about posting on the community channels and things. So that was great. And, uh, Yeah. So,
0: so who who nominated you?
1: Phil uh, did. Phil did. Nice.
0: Yep. Nice, nice. You can't be be nominated by an FTE, right?
1: <laughs> yep. Uh, yeah. That was that was before he started there. So, uh, oh, is there? Right? I started. Yeah. So,
0: no, very uh, good. Yeah. What impact has it had on your career? As in, you know, it's, I know it's early days. You're a few months in, but are you noticing any difference?
1: Uh, you know, I, I, mean, I definitely notice more people reaching out to me, obviously LinkedIn, Twitter, things like that. Um, you know, uh, sometimes in meetings, uh, they will throw it back at me and just say, Hey, Mr. MVP, what's the answer to that? Uh, so <laughs> that's always, that's always fun. Uh, you know, overall though. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, I think it, I think in, in the end, it'll be really good for my career and, and it's, it's fun, you know, I mean, it's, it's great getting to see some of the preview stuff, uh, you know um I, I think that's enjoyable, although it's really hard not to talk about. You know, once you've seen it, so um, <laughs> you know that you got to keep all the excitement bottled up.
0: Totally, um, totally.
1: But uh, yeah, it's it's and it's just fun meeting other MVPs. You know, uh, getting getting to know them and uh, getting help when you need it too.
0: Mm-mm. So, what's top of mind for you the, these days? What are you focusing on the, in in the coming months? Kind of from uh, developing skill set that type of thing.
1: One of the things, uh, I've started getting into IOT. Um, I just built out, uh, I, I, love the old 1960s Batman. Um, and I've always wanted my own bat phone. So I decided to build one. Uh, just got a raspberry Pi. uh, did a little antiquing to go find an old phone, uh, kind of put all that stuff together and, and been using the, you know, the, uh, Azure, uh, IOT services to, to kind of get that going. It was pretty cool. It was just so easy to get that going with power automate. So I have a little power automate when, uh, whenever I get tweeted at and things like that, uh, it'll ring my phone, uh, in my office. So that's it, you know, that that kind of stuff's exciting. And I, I'm always just looking to find all the surrounding technologies with Power Platform, you know, and uh, every time I see something being integrated in that's new, I think that kind of spurs me on to want to go out and check that out.
0: I like it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So good, so good. Uh, Have you done anything in in the IoT side with home automation or anything like that?
1: Uh, You know, nothing with the Azure IoT side. I mean, uh, you know, Personally, I use a lot of stuff. I use a lot of like ring cameras and stuff like that, but nothing too much with, uh, you know, with the Azure side yet. Working on it.
0: Awesome. Awesome. Well, uh, our time is almost up. And I always like to wrap these sessions up with a few quickfire questions. Mm, Go for it. Okay. Okay. Here's the first one What's the first music you ever
1: bought? Uh, Weird Al Yankovic. Uh, no way (laughs) dare to be stupid well it it was the first cd i ever bought
0: so yeah 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 man it's a long time since i've heard that guy's name (laughs) uh what's the most embarrassing thing that's ever happened to you on a date Oof! uh
1: i don't know how embarrassing i I definitely got lost my my wife and i uh, i remember getting lost on the way to a wedding uh and instead of being embarrassed, I actually, I, 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 sucked it up and I went inside a gas station and actually asked for directions.
0: <laughs> so, <laughs> Classic, classic. What are you most looking forward to in the next 10 years? Oh, um,
1: I don't know about the next 10 years, but the next, over the next year, I'm, I'm excited to travel start traveling more again. Uh, uh, my family and I are planning a trip to, uh, Stuttgart, uh, Germany here next year. And, uh, England and a couple other places. So why
0: Stuttgart out of all the places you go in Germany? What's Uh, your rationale there?
1: My my sister is stationed over there right now. So get some family time in and get the kids to see Europe for the first time. Should be fun.
0: Yeah. Because, I mean, it's come up twice this week on podcasts, specifically people going to Stuttgart. And it was around the military and both as I take it, your sister's in the military.
1: Yeah, she is. She's Air Force.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. So, interesting. I didn't realize that. uh, I take it the U.S. has a base there or something. They do. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Awesome. 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 Well, good luck with that. And hey, thanks for coming on the show. And uh, I look forward to hopefully one day when we get back to in person, seeing you at an MVP summit.
1: That'd be awesome. I'd love it. Thanks a lot, Mark.
0: Hey, thanks for listening. I'm your host, business application MVP, Mark Smith, otherwise known as the NZ365Guy. If you'd like to uh, leave a review for the podcast, please go to nz365guy.com forward slash review and leave your feedback. I'd love to hear it, love to see it. Uh, It always inspires me to keep doing this. Well, stay safe out there and uh, see you next time.